Hello everybody and welcome to Overtime, your weekly source for all things Overwatch. I'm your host Jacob Hujik and with me today is Taylor Severn. Waka waka. Hey! We're back on track. We're doing the show. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. It's gonna be it's gonna be so good, guys. You don't even understand. I know you guys were worried. You <laughs> You're heartbroken. I was yeah. heartbroken too, admittedly. Like Jacob keep dropping the ball even though I was several times saying I can't do it. <laughs> hey, t- hey Taylor, you re- do- ready to do the show tonight? I-, I actually have some time for once. No, I can't. Cool, I'm going to go to bed then. <laughs> hey. But we're back. We got a show, and things are happening in Overwatch. Uh, to defend myself, so, Jacob's still done it more than me. <laughs> yes, no. It was like it was like maybe twice. Um, but yeah, uh, so as uh, some of you may have already noticed, uh, the recent patch that was detailed on PTR, is now live. Uh, so you can go yeah. over to our show notes to see, uh, to get uh, the link for that. But uh, yeah, there's quite a bit to talk about. Yeah, some um, quick highlights of the patches. Patch. It's game uh, browser. server browser. Um, and uh, season 4 has started. That's exciting. Technically not part of the patch, but yes. It's part of the patch, come on. Oh, uh, you're 8... The ability to adjust the sensitivity on auto-targeting things. So, like, Ana's uh, boost, uh, Widowmaker's grappling hook, make her playable. Those are exciting. Those excite me. Big Bastion changes. I think we covered it last episode. Yes, yes, we've covered uh, the sensitivity and Bastion changes last episode. Yeah, Um, and so those are in the game now. Boom. And also, Capture the Flag is now back as, as a brawl mode, along with um, all of the Capture the Flag uh, maps. So that's Nepal, Lijiang Tower, Ilios, Oasis. And each of those maps have three different maps, part of them technically. So that's 12 additional maps um, to try custom games on, which is pretty cool. Um, as for the hero updates that we haven't really covered, there were a few... Um, little tweaks kind of here and there. Yeah, kind of the more interesting ones uh, were Roadhog. Um, the spread on his scrap gun, which is his left click, uh, has been decreased by 20%. So what that means is that uh, the bullets have a tighter cone and will deal more damage at range. Although technically it does mean that he has to actually aim better at uh, closer ranges. But, like, essentially with his gun, you could kill someone right in front of you. Now you can kill someone two feet in front of you. Yes. Um, it also, because the, the cone is tighter, I mean, technically it means he can get uh, more headshot damage on a target he pulls in. Yeah, it just means he, is... the, that gun is going to be better. Uh, they, specifically, the developers call out, it'll be better when you don't get your hook off. So he's not all about the hook. Yes. It also does affect, um, like, this The spread decrease is uh, also going to be, uh, come into play uh, because of the recent uh, hook changes. Uh, so his uh, targets are now going to be pulled um, three and a half meters away from him instead of two. So they are now a meter and a half uh, farther away. The cooldown on it was also increased by two seconds. Um, 
it's uh, it's a fairly big big deal. There are a lot of Roadhog players who kind of live or die by the hook. Obviously, he does a lot more than that. Um, kind to trying to manage your left and right click uh, is a big part of, of high level Roadhog play, but um, that chain uh, at all levels of play, if you can get that off, uh, it can it can uh, make or break an engagement. So the fact that they've kind of uh, nerfed it um, will uh, will have a major impact on uh, Roadhog's uh, usage and feel. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Mm -hmm. uh, um, for those console users, uh, you might hate turrets because they auto fire and it's mildly harder to control firing with a stick. So uh, a bit ago, turret damage with Symmetra and Torbjorn was decreased, but now apparently you guys are getting better at aiming, so they're upping it back, not to where it was before, but just kind of halfway to where it was. Uh, I don't think they have specifically gotten better. I think everyone's just switched over to Symmetra and Torbjorn. What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> just everyone's now playing Symmetra and Torbjorn, so they're just like, screw it, let's just up the damage a little bit. <laughs> So the turrets can take out the other turrets. Um, I, no. I don't see that logic. Because <laughs> there is none. I'm, I'm, being, I'm being silly. Um, also, the last kind of big change that I want to mention was um, uh, Winston's critical hit zones. Basically, the headshot area for Winston uh, has been decreased by 15%. His head got now, smaller. Yeah, basically, Winston's head got smaller. He just had that giant scientist brain. Uh, definitely not not a gorilla brain. He he had like his mouth open so that like doubled the length of this thing. He closed his mouth and so it's physically smaller. <laughs> but what what actually happened in the game is they they just shrank shrank that um, that hitbox down. So uh, it is now a little bit harder to hit, which uh, is effectively increasing his tankiness. Uh, it's making it harder um, to get that bonus damage off on him. Doesn't matter to Bastion now. <laughs> yeah, Bastion doesn't care. Uh, thanks to his recent changes, but uh, well, that's a, a, a fairly big buff to to Winston. Yeah, that's that's nice. Diva still suck it. Diva, get ahead. Diva actually, Diva had hers uh, decrease like way, way, way back. Hers, I believe, is still the biggest. But uh, yeah, Winston comparatively had uh, quite a large head box, head shot, hit box. That's a, that's a lot of H's. <laughs> Um, uh, that's so they're the, kind of bringing him down uh, back in line with some of the other characters. That's the hero balance changes in a nutshell, more or less. Yeah, if you want uh, more uh, like details on Bastion and, and, and other things like that, we, we did cover them on, on previous episodes, if you would like to go back. Um, some changes to competitive play, right, Jacob? Yeah, um, so the first minor one uh, is the fact that uh, skill ratings below 500 will, 500 will no longer be displayed. Uh, basically, the reasoning for this was there were just some random players uh, in competitive play who their only goal was to see how low they can get their skill ratings to go down. Um, so Blizzard was like, we don't want to encourage this behavior, so we're just going to put a stop to it in like the simplest way we can, <laughs> which is just like, you can't see it if it's under 500. It's just not a thing. You're 500 or less. Who knows? And, and, like, if um, Overwatch wasn't, like, a team-based game, I I'd be, like, 100% okay with people racing to the bottom. Like, that's amusing. 
Yeah, that that's funny, but you are like the only way you can get there is by dragging down five other uh, teammates, which does really suck. Yeah, uh, some other season four changes is that uh, before they had a skill rating decay system in Diamond Master and Grandmaster, we had to play a game in every seven days to maintain your status. Now, if you have a skill rating above three thousand. You'll need to compete at least seven games per week, and each game will give you twenty-five hours. So, or twenty-four hours. Hmm. So, you beat a game a day, you'll get another day, or you could just do seven in a row and get a week's worth, all at once. Which is pretty cool. They they let you they're like they're they're flexible with it at, at least. Like obviously, if you're playing at that level. You need to keep playing to keep that competitive edge, and they're trying to encourage that. Um, but, like, if you only have, you know, two or three days in the week to play, but you really want to go at it, they, they kind of give you that flexibility, which I think is, is very smart of them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's something they could have easily, like, it could have easily been an oversight, but uh, I'm glad that they, they caught it. Uh, they, they did something very similar with uh, World of Warcraft with how dungeons work. Uh, but then they took that out and replaced it with other things. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Doesn't work for uh, the WoW crafts. <laughs> but I feel like this one might be a little bit more competitive. <laughs> uh, actually, I, sh- I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. Speaking of people high on the skill chain, uh, the top 500 leaderboard. Before, uh, if you were got in the top 500 leaderboard at any time, you got your special tag at the end of the season. Grats, good job, you did it. But then you, just, once you hit there, you kind of didn't care anymore, and you stopped. And it's like I'm blaming. And then you, you tried that. to see how low you could go. Yeah, yeah it's these weird rebound <laughs> roller coaster effects. Uh, th- that's how roller coasters work. But now they want to keep you pushing forward, to keep you pushing for that B in that 500 leaderboard, because you're special and amazing at this game. And so that now that's not sarcasm, because you're literally the top 500. And now it's the top 500 leaderboard at the end of the season gets the rewards. So only 500 people in the entire world will get that reward. Uh, I believe the top 500 is per region. Per region. In the world. <laughs> the regional um, yeah. world. Yeah, the, the your, your worlds of that region. Um... Yeah, this is an interesting change. Um, it does keep people playing at that high level. It, it, it does make it a little bit more, not cutthroat, but uh, you can't just kind of sit on your laurels once you've won. Mm-hmm. Uh, although it does kind of suck as some people, because like, they're just trying, they're just trying it's kind of like a legendary in, in uh, Hearthstone, right? Trying to get that legendary card packet. Just like, come on, make it, make it, make it. And then once you're there, you can finally relax and like, like you just barely made it by the skin of your teeth. Now it's that's going to be quite the exclusive club that's going to get that uh, rare emote. Yeah, I, I'm fairly okay with this change because I know it'll never affect me. Yes, exactly. I can't get too worked up about it because I <laughs> was not even close. Uh, but more on a kind of balance side of competitive play, are yeah, there's going to be some all of us respawn changes, and um, that. This is in 
all of Overwatch, or is it just this? As far uh, as I can tell, this is just competitive mode. Okay, that's fine. But essentially, um, when when uh, someone's pushing a payload and they're at like the final point, and the defending team they just kind of send like one at a time, and they hold the point long enough just for another person to come on and hold the point. That's kind of annoying, and honestly, it just delays things because yeah, one, going one at a time, they're not really generally able to accomplish much, except hold it, and, and they just keep respawning in such a time that they can just keep going one at a time. So, yeah. I mean, it could affect the course of the game when uh, this happened during, um, uh, like you stalled out the timer just enough so that you technically. Um, like if it was on the first point, for example, and you got the second one during your uh, your game, and you managed to just stall them out so they couldn't capture it, it could technically give you the win. But for the most part, this was second point. You know, like you, you're you're definitely going to lose, but it's just kind of wasting everyone's time. Well, uh, I I don't agree with you on the first point. No. Um. Well, did I get the math wrong? All right, because specifically. Uh, what they're doing is introducing a respawn, t- a respawn time delay. So if you keep going one at a time, keep all dying while they're pushing the point or on the point, uh, there will be start introducing a delay up to a cap where you will take longer to respawn. Thus, they'll be able to get the point even though you keep throwing one at a time. You're coming in slower. Yeah. But if the defense manages to gain the upper hand at any point, that timer resets to zero. And so what I, what you said is that you they were able to delay just enough that they weren't able to get it. Well, like they'd still like go into like the overtime until they got it. But if they weren't able to get it, that implies the defense gained the upper hand at one point. Yeah. No. Sorry. I'm I'm saying in the previous system. Oh. If you were you were basically stalling out for time. So if it was a close game, you could just keep throwing yourself at it, and that could potentially have given you the win, uh, whereas in this system, that will be less viable. Well, no, no, no. It, it wasn't that they could... No. I, I still disagree with you. Like, If you delayed them enough that you won, you'd still win in this new system. Alrighty. Uh, let the battle begin. That's season four, all right. You, you get in there and, and get your get your ranks, get your get your sick top five hundred. Uh, uh, not emotes. What are they called? Sprays. That'll be lots of fun. Um, what's uh, what's next on the docket? Server browser. So the server browser is now live. Um, I'm. We detailed it last week. Basically, you can kind of um, make your own modes. You can get your friends in there as just a custom game. Or you can put it up to public where everyone can try it out, which I think is very, very cool. Uh, One uh, feature that I didn't know was going to be part of it was that um, popular popular pre-made rule sets uh, are are going to be available uh, so that anyone who kind of wants to, you know, make a capture the flag mode but they want to tweak one certain aspect or um, someone has made a very cool 
boss raid mode, where, you know, where one guy has a lot of health, but there's only one of him versus a regular team. Uh, they've made like a, a fairly balanced setup for that. Uh, that'll be up there as a pre-made, and then you can take that and then make your own minor tweaks to it. So like you can only be Winston or you know what have you, which I think is uh, is pretty cool. And I, I'm excited that they're adding so many tools to promote creativity. Like not only is there the server browser, but there's all these kind of like meta additions on top of the server browser that will let people kind of create communities and, and build off of each other. It's very, very cool to see. Yep. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I might try and make some, some silly mode to, and test it out with, uh, with everyone at some point. You better. <laughs> um, I think that's the last of the patch notes. Uh, what else is there? Yeah. Patch notes. That's, that's it. Uh, other than that, there was a couple minor uh, balance changes. Um, so uh, Echenwald, basically, this is oh, something yeah. that was kind of uh, bigger on the PTR a while back when, while we were on our hiatus. But basically, Echenwald uh, on the second, no, what is it? On the the second to last uh, checkpoint for the payload, uh, there used to be, you know. The, um, your payload gets in there and rams down the door and gets past it and then another gate comes down. Uh, now, instead of a gate coming down, it will be rubble. Basically what this rubble is going to do is instead of creating a, a physical barrier that you can shoot or see through, uh, it will give the defenders uh, the ability to kind of see the attackers coming. Uh, and also because they're on a bridge, uh, at least that's like the, the most obvious uh, way forward, it lets them kind of try and pick them off before they get to the, uh, the payload. Uh, it's a pretty interesting change, pretty innovative, the fact that they actually ch changed the, um, changed like an animation on the map, as well as some uh, some of the geometry. Um, it's uh, fairly creative. Uh, I like how, oh, like, it, it's a little too easy for the uh, attackers to bust through this point. Why don't we give the defenders a small window to try and snipe them from? Uh, I thought that was very, very cool. Uh, do you have any uh, thoughts on that? Um, yay attacking. I hate getting that last point on I can wall attacking. Yeah, like at that at that point, it's it's really hard to stall out the attackers, especially once they get around that bend. It's just whew, there 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 have been a lot of crushing defeats just on that last bit of that map for me. Uh, this change helps the attackers. Really? Yes. I, I, just the way I see it, like you, you can kind of shoot at them from. Well, that like while, while they're going through a choke point, basically, is kind of how I see this. I mean, yeah, like re reading through their their developer comments, like you can now come in right through the middle. As opposed to just those two side entrances, which there I, I totally agree with. Um, but if you push them back off the payload once they get that checkpoint, uh, I feel like you can kind of. Ah. Any argument you make that the offense team is you're they're able to shoot them better, the offense team was able to better shoot the defensive team from that position. Yeah, I can kind of see that. 
Yeah, giving them yeah, it does give them a lot more uh, entrances. Interesting. Fair enough. Um, other than that, there was just some bug fixes, nothing super major, like an audio bug that prevented the point capture sound from increasing in pitch as the capture progressed. It is just super, super viable to uh, how the game plays. Like, wait, um, hold on. They fixed a bug that caused Roadhog, Roadhog bot to spin around after hooking a target? That's not a bug, that's meta. Come that's on. That's a feature. <laughs> that is so meta. Uh, they would only do it around uh, cliff edges. Very weird. I think it was the first sign of intelligent AI just kind of creeping into the game. Or it actually shows that the AI are actually Blizzard employees. <laughs> Guys, please stop. They're getting suspicious. Uh, it's like that in all uh, Blizzard games. <clears throat> Every AI. AI stands for Blizzard employee. <laughs> Um, some other things that were uh, happening on the Battle.net forums. Uh, someone was asking about uh, kind of the fun of um, the uh, hero pool in uh, 1v1 and 3v3 um, matches. Um, basically saying that, you know, like, Reaper 1v1s aren't fun and uh, whatever, whatever. Uh, basically, Jeff Kaplan responded to this, and the interesting part of that that came out of it is that they're planning on revisiting the elimination modes, both 3v3 and 1v1. Uh, it's still a ways out, but they are looking to update those modes, which is super cool. I really, really like the elimination modes. I haven't had though, a chance to play them Though, much. with the server browser, do they need to? Um... I feel like the server browser isn't going to replace the brawls. Yes, the community is going to come up with some really, really cool stuff. Don't get me wrong. But I think Blizzard, they just have more tools. They can affect the game uh, in different ways. And I think that with the new server mode, they will... They don't have to, but they, they are going to want to update it in a way where they can kind of say, like, this is our cool spin on it like we're going to do something that you can't really do with the server browsers as is um and, and what would or, that be what the, can they know. do that you can't do in server browser i don't know maybe uh it's a point system like uh, you can't really do the point system as it is in um the elimination mode in the browser um, they might kind of build off of that. They might build its own ranking system uh, solely for the elimination modes. Who knows? It might be something along those lines. It might not be something as flashy as, like, you, you can, I don't know, make someone bigger, physically bigger in elimination mode, but you can in server. Like, it's probably just going to be some weird background stuff that makes it much more fun to, to play. Um... Other than that, there was a new tease. Did you want to go through that, Taylor? Uh, two new teases since the last time we podcasted it. Uh, the first tease was an attack on the Nibani airport, so it's where you spawn on Nibani, uh, and a bunch of robots were beaten up, maybe even punched. We don't know. Um, so that, that, that was a neat little tease. A uh, slightly more interesting tease is, uh, and this is all from the Twitter, is uh, Effie. Still don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Have we 
checked about that at all? I don't, like, no one's said it No, we haven't. Okay, so. so. (laughs) Uh, It's a things-to-get list for assuming her robot. And it has different parts, like some arms, fusion drivers, a reactor, and Lucio's. I think Lucio's are for uh, are for her. Although if there are some some cute uh, voice lines about the uh, robot having Lucio stuck in his gears or something, that would be wonderful. Would you eat um, Lucio's? I would totally eat Lucio's. I would I would do it. I would be munching on Lucio's while singing Lucio's. I think it, that's it, what it looks the like. They're like things. Cheerios with like little like marshmallow in the middle. Yeah, like I think it's. It's like it works. I could see that as a real thing. If uh, for Heroes of the Storm, obligatory Heroes of the Storm reference uh, for every podcast, um, uh, there is, or when Ragnaros came out, uh, content creators got a box of Ragnaros cereal, uh, and it was very silly. Uh, lots of fun, uh, fun sayings like "by fiber be purged" and stuff. Uh, if they released Lucio's. As a cereal, even as a joke cereal, uh, I would be all over that shit. That's so funny. But also, Blizzard, Jacob was kind of hurt he didn't get one. Uh, yeah, considering all my major uh, Heroes of the Storm coverage. Like that one time I put up a video on The Monk or something. And The Medic. Still my most popular video. <laughs> like, by far. Sad, um, sad, Jacob. Sad truths. Um... Yeah, so uh, interesting. Uh, so a couple of interesting things on the list. Uh, it gives us some paint colors, so we'll know either. I'm assuming that these colors are the canon standard colors for whatever this robot is going to be. Uh, yeah. Two different browns, a yellow, and a green. Yeah. So, kind of looks like Lucio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, robot also, Lucio. <laughs> yeah, and also it just seems to be kind of uh, Effie's colors. Um, we know it will have that, an arm. We, yeah, we know it will have a uh, Brantford arm. I don't know exactly what that is. Uh, I live close to a city named Brantford, but uh, uh, other than that, it's it's got a the the UR15 chassis. I should do some research, but I, I'm wondering if the UR15 is a type of Omnic from the war. Uh, would be interesting. Um, the other two other cool things from it: the miniature Tobelstein reactor. Uh, the Tobelstein reactor is what powers Zarya's um, gun, basically. It, it is, I believe, um, I believe it's it's the the fuel for her graviton surge, in in like specifically. She she even has a spray of it. Yeah, uh, I, she she says something something Tobelstein um, when she fires off her her ultimate so it's interesting to see that this type of technology will be inside this robot oh um, uh the chassis uh those were the robots that were destroyed in the airport thing interesting so they're kind of like security bots you can't see me but i have my hands up in a shrugging motion ah uh <laughs> fair enough the last interesting thing is the axiom vocal processor which is scratched out with uh, a little pen next to it saying, got it. And there's, you can actually see a little chip 
next to the, the notepad that says Axiom. I'm assuming that is the vocal processor. So the reason it's interesting that this is scratched out, um, it has many people thinking because um, Terry Crews has recently, uh, recently stated that he is doing some sort of voice work for Blizzard. Is that correct? Uh, he went to Blizzard. Yes, he, sorry, he went to Blizzard, and he was hinting that he might have done some voice work, although he, we didn't get a confirmation. So, this implies, with that Axiom vocal processor scratched out, that it might have something to do with Terry uh, Crews. So, because this is... This hero, it seems like, is going to be released fairly soon. Although, we were getting teases of Anna, like, almost a month before she came out. So maybe it's it's not too crazy, but I would have assumed that by this point the character has voice lines and, and has a, a story and all that kind of stuff. Or maybe it's Sombra. We'll get her in like next, <coughs> this time next year. <laughs> Who knows? That, that could, you're, you could probably you could be absolutely right about that. Um, but to me, like I, again, I'm assuming that this character is going to release fairly soon. But I'm not. I'm basing that off literally nothing. I would have thought that there would already be a voice actor. So, either Terry Crews has replaced this voice actor, or um, this character... Like, we're not going to see this character for a while, because voice acting and implementing all that into the game does actually take a fair bit of time, I would assume. Like, it's not just like, oh, get him into the booth, record, and then we'll crap it into the game and, and release this hero. Like, there's a, a lot of work that goes into that. Um... So yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I wonder if it actually does have anything to do with, with Terry Crews at all. Maybe. Pfft. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. There was the other tease um, with the robots destroyed in the airport. I, all, the only connection we have is that Effie went to the airport, uh, as she stated in her interview. Uh, as to what the disturbance was about, we don't really know at this point. Um, I'm sure it will be revealed in due time. So yeah, I think that pretty much is it for the news of this week. Taylor, was there anything else you wanted to add? And that's your Overwatch of the week. Walk, walk. No. Yeah. Uh, so no character uh, coverage uh, this week. My voice is kind of giving out. I am still sick but um yeah if you like what you heard here today please consider subscribing or giving us a rating on itunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast uh itunes reviews are super super helpful f for the show it, it helps um it kind of it helps the show get out there on itunes uh, rankings kind of suggestion feeds if we have reviews especially five star reviews so if you can give us those that would be super super cool uh, if you'd like us to re read your reviews we can do that uh you can also uh, send us emails at owovertime at gmail.com. We can send you any, uh, we can read any emails that you send us if you like. Uh, so, any questions about the show? What uh, send us your ideas for custom games? What you're going to do with the with the server browser? Uh, what you think of the character changes? Any of that? Who you think Effie's creation is going to be? Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, we also have another show called Press A to Podcast. We review a different video game every episode. You can follow that show on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch at PressA2Podcast. 
Uh, Twitch is just a slightly different because it has underscores instead of spaces. Uh, we have a whole bunch of production kind of ramping up for Press A. I believe in a couple days we'll be doing our Resident Evil podcast, if you want to check that out. Um, and we're going to have a lot more content coming from that show in the near future. Super exciting. Um, but that's all the time we have for this week. So for me and Taylor and Brain, who can make it this week, we will see you next time. <laughs>